Today's um, podcast uh, title is Toxic Thoughts. We have been discussing the powerful effects of stress on our immune system. Our thoughts and our emotional response to those thoughts plays an intricate part in the effects of stress on our body and our brain. It is worth mentioning here that our gastrointestinal system has its own nervous system that is connected to the brain through the vagus nerve. The vagus nerve relays messages from the gut, heart, and lungs back to the brain. This information from the gut is processed in the hypothalamus, initiating an emotional response, either good or bad. This explains why we are stressed, that we may experience constipation, diarrhea, stomach ache, loss of appetite, or increased appetite. Again, stress negatively affects our body and increases inflammation, suppressing our immune system. Diseases like Crohn's and ulcer colitis are inflammatory bowel disease and the underlying cause of stress. We know that many uh, diseases have a genetic component, but studies are revealing that these bad genes don't have to be turned on. It seems that with healthy living, which includes diet, exercise, and healthy thoughts, these genes don't have to be turned on. On the other hand, toxic thoughts, along with what we are putting into our body, and environmental factors can affect our gene expression in a negative way. I hope you are seeing that there is a brain-body connection and how our mind and thoughts direct the whole process. What we are meditating on or focusing on is key to living the abundant life. Uh, one time in my prayer time, the Lord, Holy Spirit gave me this. He said that a mind fixed on the world or worldly things is distressed but a mind fixed on Jesus will remain in perfect peace. Our soul comprises our mind, our will, and our emotions. We can make good choices. We can choose what our mind is focusing on. We can choose our thoughts, and we don't have to believe everything that pops in our head. I believe right believing will produce right living. We must learn to deal with negative emotions and stress before they become destructive. Fear and condemnation are very destructive emotions. And over time, I believe that they are the root of causing physical illness. The first emotion that I want to talk about is fear. Let's go to First uh, John Chapter 4, verse 18. There is no fear in love. Dread does not exist. But full-grown, complete, perfect love turns fear out of the doors and expels every trace of terror. For fear brings with it thoughts of punishment. So he who is afraid has not reached full maturity of love, is not yet grown into love's complete perfection. You know, all humans desire to be loved and uh, actually to love and to be loved, to know and to be known. Love brings with it a sense of security and peace. Love is the foundation of a soul that is prospering and that is in health. The soul at rest or at peace is healing to our flesh. 
Studies have been done that show that babies who are not in a loving environment fail to thrive. The same is true for us. The ultimate love was shown to us by God when he sent Jesus to die for us. This is true love. Jesus was willing to subject himself to such suffering in order for us to live as sons and daughters of the Most High God. When we know we are deeply loved, we can handle stresses and problems of life much better, much like Jesus. He knew he was loved by the Father and trusted him. He knew that his Father would never leave him and that he would do what he said he would do. He trusted the Father even unto death because he believed his Father's words that he would raise him up to everlasting life. The promise is true for us who believe. We have access to the Father 24-7 through the blood of Christ. God is love. He is not angry. He's in a good mood. He wants to work in and through us. He does not need us in heaven, but he needs us here to reveal the Father's love to others. Unfortunately, there is an adversary whose name is Satan who plans to destroy God's children. One of the ways he does this is through fear and unbelief. All of us feel fear at some point in our life's journey. Fear alerts us to a possible threat. The problem arises when we stay in a constant state of fear, which is anxiety or worry, or in this fight or flight mode. As we have learned, that is the constant that this that this constant fight or flight response releases a host of chemicals, one of which is cortisol. Over time, cortisol suppresses our immune system and increases our risk of illness and disease. When we break up the word disease, it reads dis-ease, which is D-I-S-E-A-S-E, which means unrest. Let's look at the definition of fear. Fear is an unpleasant emotion induced by a threat perceived by living entities, which causes a change in the brain and organic function and ultimately a change in behavior, such as running away, hiding, or freezing from a traumatic event. Fear may occur in response to specific stimuli happening in the present or to a future situation, which is perceived as a risk to health or life, status, power, security, or in the case of human wealth or anything else held of value. The fear response arises from the perception of danger, leading to confrontation with or escape from, or avoiding the threat, also known as the fight-or-flight response, which in extreme cases of fear can be a freeze response or paralysis. Fear brings with it torment. Jesus said, My peace I leave with you. He is our peace in the midst of the storm. The Lord showed me a picture of a hurricane. In the center of the hurricane, there is perfect peace and calm. The center of the storm is a picture of our mind and heart fixed on Jesus or living the Christ-centered life. Remember Peter? Jesus called him out of the boat onto the water in the midst of the storm. 
as long as his eyes were on Jesus, he was walking on the water. When he lost focus on Jesus and began to focus on the storm, he got fearful and began to sink. Jesus did not let him drown, but as soon as Peter cried out, Jesus grabbed his hand and held him. I think this story is a picture of life. We are called out into the water or into this world, and things are going along fine, but then the storm happens. It is in the storm when we have to make a choice in whom we will believe or in whom we will trust. The devil would have you believe God has left you or is angry with you. This is contrary to the word of God, which says, I will never leave you or forsake you. Jesus did not make Peter suffer because of his unbelief, but picked him up and held him. Jesus showed he was trustworthy, and this had to increase Peter's trust in Jesus. It is this picture of the Father. This is a picture of the Father to us. He doesn't leave us in the storm, but it is in time it's that the storms are time for us to press in and to trust him, to believe him, and not to fall victim to the laws of the enemy. The one who has called us is faithful. The Bible clearly tells us that we have not been given a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and sound mind. You can find that scripture. It's in Second Timothy 1 verse 7. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. This scripture reveals that fear is a spirit. It is the number one strategy the devil uses to destroy God's people. None of us are immune to its attempts to wreak havoc on God's precious children. Fear makes us self-focused, not Jesus-focused. The truth of the matter is, is that fear and faith cannot live together. When we fellowship with fear, we are not trusting the Lord with our lives. Worrying is a form of unbelief. Fear is misplaced trust. We can feel fear, but still act in faith. The spirit we have been given is the one of power, love, and a sound mind. This power is the Holy Spirit that we receive when we ask Christ into our lives. Love is our Heavenly Father, and His sound mind is Jesus, the Word made flesh. Ephesians tells us that we have the same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead. We are not without power, and we are not helpless. It goes on to further say that when we receive the Christ into our hearts, that we have been marked as Christ on, that we have been sealed. And, you know, in the Roman time, when the king had a seal, it was, it was permanent, um, and that could never be changed. So we have been sealed and marked in Christ. On the next podcast, I'm going to go um, into um, condemnation and how uh, that affects us. So I want you to know that you are deeply loved, that you can choose your thoughts, that you can make a difference uh, in your life by choosing a healthy lifestyle, choosing healthy thoughts, and that you can live a long and prosperous life. Matter of fact, Psalms 91 says uh, that the Lord will satisfy us with a long and prosperous life. I believe uh, and know that there's power in the Word of God. 
The Bible says to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. We do that by setting our mind and keeping it set on things above. What we choose to meditate on has power. If we are meditating on evil, then we're going to live a stressful, worried life. If we're meditating on the truth, if we're meditating on things that are good, if we're meditating on the promises of God, which are uh, you know, protection, uh, provision, uh, never being alone. And the fact is, is that uh, the biggest truth is, is that we have been given grace and the gift of righteousness and we have eternal life and that life is going to be filled with joy. So I thank you for joining me again today. Uh, we will continue our next podcast on um, condemnation and I hope that you have a blessed day.